the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. I hope you're having a great Veterans Day. I want to just uh, tip my hat and thank you for the veterans that have served and fought and died for our country. Because freedom is not free. And these are great people that are serving our country. And I think we've lost respect for them. We've lost respect because we're so prideful, so think that we deserve it all but i tell you what this is a great country why are so many people wanting to come and live here and i tell you my my heart my prayers my sorrow goes out for the shooting just recently i'm telling you um i don't understand everything in this world i don't understand people i don't understand that our government lets people who have a lot of issues you know and i i want to just say this right now I think Facebook should have picked this guy up. I think Facebook should have saw what was going on in his Facebook. I haven't saw it, but evidently, you know, there's things going on in people's lives and in their minds that we've got to understand and see and see the flags. I mean, this guy was a flag. I've been by that church many a time going south and back and forth and going to Stockdale and in that area. And I tell you, I just my heart goes out for those families. We we don't know what's going on in people's minds. And that's what we're fighting. Can you say no to yourself? Do you get offended easily? Do you can you think what is proper, properly correct in order and biblically? I mean, there's so much that's going on in this world that that we've got to be on guard all the time. This is not the world that I grew up. This is not the society I've grown up with. And we can blame it on video games. We can blame it on the government. We can blame it on television. You know what's amazing to me is the stars that make these violent movies are the first ones to say to do away with guns. And they pretend to kill people? Are they insensitized? Have we become insensitized to, to mankind? Well, I, that's, my, that's my feeling. I tell you, it's, we're, you know, we're in a world today that a lot of people don't understand, and I'm one of them. I'm thankful. Have we lost being respectful and thankful and grateful for what we have? To take every day as a, a great joy to live today and where we live and how we live we're so blessed but you know sometimes we need to really get down in prayer and understand what's going on in ourselves and other people how we can love them and you know the greatest the greatest motivation there is is love we want love but do we give love you know you reap what you sow how much love are you giving to other people how much are you sowing? How much are you receiving of others? Because do you give any out? And that's the key. 
Well, thank you for tuning in to Randy Adams' Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Let's take it to the Lord, dear Heavenly Father. I just give you the praise and the glory for this day and every day that uh, I've got a little bit of a ministry in my life that you've blessed me with and taken me through and educated me and blessed me with the opportunities to be on air. Thank you, KSLR 630 AM, The Word. Thank you that I'm on other radio stations. Thank you, Lord, that the people are receiving what I'm trying to teach, the mentor I'm wanting to be. But have them learn and have them grow and let us live by by Proverbs 1.5, let the wise listen and add to their learning. And help us to grow in the strength and the wisdom that the Holy Spirit will come in our lives and lead us, guide us, and show us the way every day and every way. And ask this all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Do you get in the way? I get in the way. I get in the way. I'm a fixer. I'm a worker. I'm, I want to be productive. But sometimes I think I get in the Lord's way. I go too fast without prayer, without the Holy Spirit. I do things that, that are more of me, not of, of Him. And so I, I'm, that's what this show's really about. This show is made for the Christian people. And, and it's because of the ministry, the walk, what I've learned, the education I've had. Because there are so many different avenues, so much going on in our business. So much pressure on these new car dealers. New car sales are up, but overhead's up. Used car sales are tough. We, we missed it. The auctions missed it. The experts missed it. Everybody missed it. We thought this was going to be an unbelievable October, November, December. And it fell short. A lot of those people bought new. A lot of those people insurance didn't cover. I mean, I've, I've heard so many horror stories about the flood, about Harvey, about the insurance not covering, not covering uh, buildings, not covering cars, all kinds of stuff. So this business right now is... It's crazy. Uh, we've taken the biggest drop, which we expected before Harvey, but we thought Harvey would carry us through. I'm trying to explain this to you so you understand there's going to be some buys out there right now. Buys used. Trucks have dropped 3000 Late model, high dollar trucks. I had a Ford dealer, big time Ford dealer in Houston call me. I've been doing business with him for, I don't know, 30 years said, Randy, I need to sell about 15 late model Ford diesels. He said, I've taken them to the auction trying to lose 3000 around. And he said, I, I can't get close. Why? I said, because maybe we've overbuilt. Maybe we've overproduced and got them out on the market. Maybe there's too many people that are tired of these eight $900 a month payments. And when you get through paying eight $900, is it worth anything? So people are starting maybe to get smarter. Maybe people have got to the limit what they can afford on their budget. Maybe they're getting to a situation that they're thinking harder on transportation. We're building cars that will last if you take care of them. And there's some that you really got a baby. But you, if you'll take care of it, you can get more time, more money, more value out of it. What's the worst investment we can make on her? Is an automobile, transportation. You know, we talk about losing money on a vehicle, and it's norm. We, we think it's okay. We don't care about it. Is the pride, the feelings, the emotions so big that we don't care about the money leaving, something that we can invest, some foundation that we can put on, you know, on retirement or helping somebody or putting back for emergencies. Dave Ramsey's got the right attitude. So anyway, we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff today. We're going to talk about probably if I get time, bait and switch. We're going to talk about, um, I've got so much I could talk money. Uh, I've, I had a tremendous response on uh the lady that was buying the Mitsubishi for 20000 but 700 a month for 72 months adds up to over 49000 She thought she was buying a brand-new vehicle for 20000 and they were kicking the trade. So she was going to be trapped in, not been able to buy anything for seven years because of the bad credit. We may talk a little bit about that, but give us a call here, 210-340-9585. I'll give you that number again. There's no dumb questions, only dumb questions are ones you don't ask. 
I want to talk about whatever you want to talk about, what your value of vehicles worth. Uh, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly, buying a lot of listeners' cars and trucks, but also I'm buying a lot of RVs, a lot of campers, a lot of motorhomes. Uh, we have a, I have an RV show at the moment. It's called MakingMemoriesRV.com. Uh, we're on another station. We're getting knocked off because of Texas A&M again this week. But I buy a lot of RVs. A lot of people have good intentions. But I also tell them, hey, if you don't use an RV very much, rent one. And if you don't even need to do that, there's a lot of places, camp areas, that have cabins. So you you listen you know, you can go rent a cabin and you're camping out. You're getting away. Making memories, RV, is what the radio shows call. It's because I want you to make memories. But give us a call here, 210-340-9585. We'll talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. We'll talk about RVs, uh, motorhomes. I've been talking a little bit more on consignments. A lot of people think that's the way to go. Hey, it takes eighty to a hundred thousand a month to open up the doors. Basic, and I mean most places that's it is it's it's even more than that to sell your RV. Well, they got to make money, and they got all got little schemes and ways of bringing you in and promising you big money. I'm standing out of a of a consignment lot. And they called me about buying the guy's truck because the guy wanted to sell the truck. And he was so excited that everybody told him his campers were 22000 And that they told him 33000 Oh, man, I'm getting to sell it. Man, I'm, I just can't hardly wait. And I, so I came up and I started talking to him. And he, I said, man, you're sure excited about selling your camper. He said, yeah, I'm selling. I said, well, this is a consignment lot. He said, yeah, but they're buying it. I said, I know this lot. I don't think they're buying it. Oh, yeah, they're buying it. I need to sell my my uh, truck. I, well, he had his title messed up on his truck. He'd never transferred it. It was an out-of-state title. It was a real mess. I said, now, you sure they're buying your camper? Oh, yeah, I'm positive they're buying my camper. I said, well, I got news for you. I don't think so. I said, they're telling you they're going to get you 33000 so you'll leave it with them. And then they'll charge you a few things, and then they'll let you sit a while until you're desperate to sell it. And then they'll get you way down. I said, by the way, what do you own? He said, 45000 I said, oh, no, you owe 45000 Yeah, I owe 45000 on a camper that's worth twenty two. No, they're going to get me thirty three, and I'll make up the difference. I said, well, I got news for you. Go in there and ask them when you're going to get the check. I said, come on back out outside after you did it. went in there, and they said, oh, no, no check. We're going to try to get you 33000 for it. But, you know, and then there's the consignment lots that want to tell you, oh, we charge 10%. Well, that 10% most of the time is more money than 10%. See, the, it takes a lot of money to open up doors dealerships. I'm blessed. I've got low overhead. And, I've got uh, just me. I don't have. I was talking to a used car dealer the other day, and he's complaining about he's got 24 employees. I got seven. I thought I had too many of them. He's got 24. I got seven. I keep my overhead down. I've got a list of 22 reasons why I'm a good buyer on vehicles. And, you know, Low overhead, easy system, experience, 50 years, live, breathe, and eat the business. Um, I ship stuff all over the country. Uh, It just goes on and on and on. Low overhead, there's another new buyer in town. I happen to know him real well. He's a little on the arrogant side. But I I bought a couple of units that he'd bid and I'd bid, and I got them. And the guy said, how come you can give more than he can? He talks big game. I said, he talks a big game, but I said, he's got to hire somebody. They got to come and get it. They got to come down in San Antonio. They got to take it back. They've got a lot of extra expense. I'm here. I bought a lady's uh, Murano yesterday. She called me off of the radio show, uh, and she said, I want to sell this Murano. I'll be there in 10 minutes. They were there at 10 minutes. And she said, well, how long is this going to take? I ran it around the block, came back, made her offer. We made a deal. 
Ten minutes later, she's gone. She's got money in hand. I got the title. I got the car. Everything worked perfect. You know, that's how easy it can be. So remember that. We got a caller online. Hello, Alan. This is Randy Adams. Thank you for calling to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Hello? Yes, Alan. Um, I've been listening to your radio show for several months now, and I really appreciate what you're doing. Thank you. About about three to four weeks ago, I purchased a repossessed Chevy Malibu. Yes, sir. 2016 uh, from one of the local credit unions. And yes, sir. It had, it had about 16000 when I bought it. And I want – and um, are you against – Totally against uh, extended warranties. I mean, no, I have the not, to- not totally against. I'm totally against paying too much for them. And it depends on who you buy it from. And GM will sell you one. So you take it in for warranty work, you'll get a notice from them or a call from them. But if you've got a good extended warranty company, see, I, I told years ago, uh, when I first got on radio, I said if I wanted a get-quick-rich deal, I would go out and I'd sell a whole bunch of extended warranties and I'd file bankruptcy. I'd have all the money and I wouldn't honor none of them. And so you've got to watch out what company, how long they've been in business, you know, who they're they're insured by, and then make sure you pay the right price. Now, a good friend of mine not long ago, I'd sold him my Isuzu like four or five years prior, and it developed a knock in the engine. Well, it had the miles, what man makes breaks, and he understood that. But he called me, and he said, hey, I've got this warranty company call me and says they want to, uh, they'll sell me a warranty for 800 I said, that's too cheap for your vehicle, your kind of miles, and the, this, the length that they're telling you about. They were telling him they were going to give him a four-year unlimited miles, uh, complete bumper-to-bumper for 800 I said, that don't work, Larry. My friend's name's Larry. I said, if you spend that 800 I, and I don't think they're going to fix the motor. He said, I even told them it had a motor noise. And they said, no problem. Just wait 60 days and then take it and we'll get it fixed for you. Well, they wanted that 60 days so they could file bankruptcy, I guess. Well, he didn't get He lost the 800 and he didn't get his, his truck fixed. We ended up giving him, I, I found a motor for him. We got it fixed cheap. He's still driving it, I believe, today. So uh, you got to just know who you're dealing with and how much you're paying. Now, 16 Malibu, I would wait uh, until it got to 34,000, 35,000 miles before I bought extended warranty. And and they'll, there's going to be a lot of opportunities because they registered it to you. Now, did they get, yeah. did they sell it to you by market or book value? How did how did they come up with the figure or what it was owed? Did they ever discuss anything like that, or did they just give you a price? Well, they they just give a price. It's a little lower than the the, the going value. Did you check the market it. to see if it was a little lower than that value? Well, no, I just went by what they were they told advertised. Yeah, and I, I I brought my mechanic with me, and he, good. he felt it was a good good price. Good, okay, great. Well, see, I'm I, I want people to, to be educated and know what they're doing, and these these credit unions they get a lot of repos, you know, and those miles you take a vehicle that they had to chase a long time, that person wasn't going to take care of it, but evidently with low miles in that the year you've got. You know they should have taken. They shouldn't have had much time to damage it. But a lot of repos that people will run from them for a while, and put a bunch of miles on it and not take care of the unit. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Well, this just had, yeah. Well, this just had one owner. Right. And and it 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 it, it looks like it's in really good, good. condition. No, the, and so, Malibu's um, are good cars. Yeah, they're good cars. And. Uh, so, but I, but I'm already, I'm always getting. Uh, I have another Chevy. I'm always getting things in the mail about extended warranty. Oh yeah. But, uh, yeah. but, but if I go with some, get 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 together with GM, they have their own extended. They warranty do. There's some good companies out there. Uh, there's some good. It's amazing how many are on the radio. But I mean, you, you stop and think about this, and and it's. 
you're talking about a vehicle that can cost a lot of money to fix. And yes, the some of these figures they'll give you, you know, but they're playing the game on the long run, hoping something doesn't go. I don't see how it works. I mean, these companies are playing with money. They must invest money and make money some other way because when you're talking about a, a twelve, fifteen hundred dollar extended warranty and your motor goes out, you know, I I'll give you a quick story. Good friend of mine, she calls me, her and her husband, and the motor went out on their O three Sequoia. Well, they got priced eleven thousand to fix it and fifteen thousand to fix it. And these are wow. reputable shops. Well, I got news for you. I'm getting it fixed for for under fifteen hundred. These shops pump that price up so high. Now, if she'd had extended warranty, you know, those warranty people would have to beat them up and, and get a better price. But you know, to get eleven thousand dollar price tag on fixing your car with another motor, and it get fixed for fifteen hundred. I mean, there's there's so much out there. Money has become a lot of people's gods, and they're trying to make it on on innocent people. Of course, she said they price that because they knew I was a lady because my husband wasn't involved; he was working or what. So I, you know, I extended warranties. If you're comfortable or you're driving certain units, Malibus are great cars. It depends on how long, how many miles, and the price you pay. And I agree with them. But, I, you know, why buy one when you've got extended warranty left? I saw lots of extended warranties sold on 2012, 13, 14 Chevrolets, pickups and cars. Well, they had a 100,000-mile warranty. I don't think the 16 Malibu qualifies for that, but you might double-check, give your VIN number to a Chevrolet store, to the to the to uh, uh, one of the reps there uh, in service, and see what your warranty is included. Now, there's some situations that the warranty's been uh, taken away. Now, Canada cars, if you buy a car from Canada, there's no extended warranty. A lot of people don't know that. So when you see these cars from Canada, you'll see them at a better price. Well, there's no no warranty on them, and that's why the price comes down. Well, so the, the basic warranty is for thirty six thousand or three right. years. Okay. And uh, and but you're saying that if I get extended one, I should wait till thirty four, thirty five thousand. I would. Just saying. And make sure that I'm keeping the car number one, and make sure that the company I'm dealing with has been in business a long time, and compare what they're giving me compared to somebody else. Okay. And bumper to bumper sometimes is not bumper to bumper. They'll tell you one things and they don't cover everything. Okay. And it's like insurance. I love insurance salesmen. Come on in here and give me your money and I'm gonna sell you this policy. I don't have time to explain it and most of it you don't understand. Hey, you need to understand it. You need to understand what you what you're buying on that extended warranty. And I'm not against totally against extended warranties, and especially some cars. But I'm going to tell you, a friend of mine bought a Range Rover, and I think his extended warranty was $8,000. He needed it. I told him. I told him not to buy it in the first place. And, but I told him, I said, you need that extended warranty. I said, because 8000 sometimes on, on a Range Rover doesn't even get started. So, you know, you got to know what you're driving. You're driving a good unit and get the best price you can get. Well, thank you, Alan. I hope I've helped well, you. And I'm giving out my mobile number a little later. And if there's any other questions, you can sure give me a call on my mobile and try to help you out any way I can. Thank you, Alan. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com on uh, 6.30 a.m. The Word. Thank you for tuning in. I tell you, it's Veterans Day. Uh, my hat's off to veterans. I tell you, they, they, they're loving, caring, serving heart. Uh, we got to pay respects to them. This country was built on God's Word, on our military, on being the best we can be. Are you trying to be the best you can be? Are you trying the best with your finances? Are you letting your emotions, your feelings, your desires control your life? We'll talk a little bit more about that. We'll talk. I'm going to try to put bait and switch in there. And get ready. It's December to remember. 
Oh, man, the ads are going to be filled up on TV and, and radio. December to remember. Yeah, we're going to remember it. Let's buy us a new car. That's what they want you to remember. They want to put you in debtor's prison. It's Randy Adams. Tell your friends and neighbors to tune in. We'll be right back. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Thank you, servicemen. Thank you everywhere. God bless everybody out there. Let the Lord's Spirit just flow through you. I'll be right back. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is an auto dealership where you can buy from a dealer that truly cares most about your complete satisfaction before and after the sale. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's most exclusive and prestigious award, the President's Cabinet Award for 2013, 2014, and now 2015. This award recognizes operational superiority, high-volume sales, and most importantly, outstanding customer satisfaction. At North Park Toyota of San Antonio, we feature hassle-free, no games, no gimmicks, posted pricing every day on every vehicle. We don't mark them up just to mark them down. Every new Toyota comes with complimentary Toyota care, two years or 25,000 miles of no-charge maintenance with a complimentary car wash. And we will buy your car even if you don't buy ours. Appraisal purchase offer valid for 10 days from the date of appraisal. North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. San Antonio, this is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Thank you, uh, this is 6.30 a.m. I got it mixed up on radio station, yeah. 6.30 a.m., the word in San Antonio, Texas. Thank you, Barry's the producer. Hey, even Barry's in today, and then Michael. Thank you, Michael. Great people here at this radio station. They want you to learn. They want you to be the best. They they wanted this radio show because they see the difference, and they want you educated, and they want you peace of mind. What's peace of mind worth? Have you got peace of mind on your transportation? Have you got peace of mind on your payment? Have you got peace of mind the way you were treated? Are you so gullible that you think that they're your friend? Friend or foe? How does that work? Real friendship, loyalty. What's you know, loyalty costs us something. Loyalty takes the thoughts off of yourself and puts it with somebody else or something. Are you more loyal to your car than your friends? Are you more loyal to yourself than your friends? Is there loyalty? Can you spell loyalty? A lot of people, and I've learned in the last three years being on radio, there's a lot of loyalty to dealerships because they make you feel like they're your friend. And that loyalty is extended, but that problem, that that loyalty is going to cost you because you keep going back. But so many of them, due to this radio show, have learned the truth about what's going on. And they're going back to these dealerships, and they're seeing they get spun, four-squared, lied to, smile and tell them how they love them, but bury them. And then they have to come back after three or four years, and they owe too much, and they just wrap it in. No problem. I'm your friend. I'm here to help you out. We'll just roll that what you owe too much, what you're buried in. We'll roll that into your payment, and you won't even know it. What's another twenty, forty, sixty dollars a month? We'll put you in a brand new one that you're never going to have to worry about. Friend or foe, loyalty. Real loyalty, real friendship, is that telling the truth, understanding somebody's situation, selling a vehicle what is right? Do you have a conscience? Do they have a conscience? Now, their loyalty is to their owner, and I understand that because they're working for the man. Their loyalty is to make as much as they can. I understand that. But, I mean, when has it become fair and honest? When is it? Compromise, good for both sides. When is the truth, the real truth? Now, 
when you're selling something and you know the truth and you don't tell her, is that a lie? When you're selling something and you bear somebody and you make fun at them at the sales manager meeting, are you, are you a friend or foe? Are you telling the truth? It's hard to believe, but majority of the salespeople don't tell the truth. They know the difference. They know what they're doing. They're knowing how they're bearing you, but they won't tell the truth. So are they friend or foe? You know, they want you to come back. They know how to smile. They know how to talk to you. They know how gullible you are, and they you keep coming back. I had some families tell me recently they'd been going to this same store and buying their family for the last 30 years. But now they've realized that when they go back down there, they owe too much. They don't feel like they're getting plenty for their trade. They roll the payment in because they got excellent credit. And banks right now do 140% over loan value. And so it just keeps going on and on and on. Circle of debt. How much money have they wasted over the last 30 years? How much money could they have invested in something else? And I'm talking about a dealer picking up 100 or 2 a month. What could you do investing 1200 a year, 2400 a year? You know, I've got on another radio station, I've got investment advisors in front of me. And they'd say that if you, if you take 350 a month and you put it away, and end of 30 years you can retire. I see payments, car payment, truck payments right now that are eight, nine hundred a month. What if they had the car paid for? What could they do with eight or nine hundred a month? What if they stretched that car out or truck out another two, three years, and saved that eight hundred a month? I mean, that's you know. They'd say they could put up $30,000 and then buy a vehicle. See, I want you to look at your finances. I want to see what you understand what you're doing. And that's another reason that uh, you need to know what your trade's worth. Uh, just to give you an example, of, I bought a truck from some people, and the dealership wanted to give them $8,000 for it. I gave eleven. What would those people picked up three thousand dollars? But it also, when they figured out that the dealership was mousing them around on three thousand dollars on their trade, and this was their product, this is not an oddball product, this was their product, and they wanted to steal the truck. It had miles, it's got a lot of miles, but it's still got life and it's still got value. And when they found out that the dealership was trying to pick up three grand. Then they said, well, where would you buy? And they needed a new truck. It was valuable. It fit in their situation. And so I got them one, and I saved them another 2000 So what will 5000 do to your budget, to your pocketbook? And, hey, that's after-tax money. So you have to make 6500 to pay that 5000 they saved? Well, that's what I'm trying to get you to look and it's just like on the go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Follow the easy process. Describe your car or call me on my mobile. Here's my mobile. I hope you have pen and paper. 830-708-4789. And if you have any questions here, give us a call here at the station, 210-340-9585. We've got some time to answer any questions or talk about anything. And that's 210 340 9585. And my mobile number, 830-708-4789. But there's so many different opportunities out there. In your situation, there's a million different questions, a million different situations, a million different opportunities. And I'm trying to enlighten you on what's going on. Even playing field, home field advantage. What's home field advantage? Is getting you in on their lot. Get on in here. They talk about a good game, but do they back it up? You know, and they express how they want your unit, but is it that their, their kind of unit? I mean, yes, this was a Ford product, and they were buying a Ford, and they wouldn't give enough on a trade, and they deal in cars every day. But the reason a lot of dealerships 
don't step up on the trades, and that's why I, I put up learn to buy and sell cars.com. I want you to know what your trade's worth. I'll buy your trade. I want your trade. And also, I've got a man helping me buying the cheap, non-running cars. But also, I got called on a on a uh, Ranchero, a 65 Ranchero. I'm waiting to get pictures on it. I'm interested in it. It doesn't run. It's got a weak motor. But I buy all kinds of old cars. Uh, got called on a uh, 57 Chevrolet pickup. I've got pictures on it. I need to stop long enough to go look at it. And it doesn't have an engine transmission, but it's a 57 Chevrolet pickup, and I've got buyers on that unit. I've got a guy that, that wants to buy that unit, that type of unit, and build it. So I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. And, but that's why I made this system easy and free, you know, and because overhead matters. That, uh, that website cost me 150 a month. It's awful cheap. Easy system, awful cheap. There's other website systems out there. I could spend four or five thousand, but then I've got to make that up on the overhead. I've got over fifty years experience in the business. I live, breathe, and eat the business. My sons are with me also in the business. My market is around the world. I just sent a car to Sweden. Just sent a car to New Hampshire. Just sent a motor home to Canada. Yeah, a motor home to Canada. How about that? That's kind of unusual. Uh, got some people from Tennessee looking at another motor home. You know, my overhead is low, and that matters big time. You're dealing with me one-on-one. I don't pay a used car manager and appraiser and all these other people. The more people involved, the more they got to make. The buyers and the managers have no skin in the game. The pressure comes from the Owners for them demanding them to make money. And you remember I've talked about PAC. Every car that comes into these big dealerships, they add 1000 to 2200 PAC on the unit for their their overhead cost. So they, they've got to cut you back. That's why that dealership was cutting those people back on 3000 That was a big dealership. They bought a lot of cars from there, and they want to pick up their pack off of their packs probably twenty two twenty five hundred, so if that in order to make five hundred they could sell it for eleven eleven five to make five hundred, and buyers and managers are scared to make mistakes. They don't the owners and the managers are watching them. They don't want to make mistakes, and I just talked about all dealers have pack and overhead. They follow a system. They sit behind a, a computer and look at that computer. That computer can't tell you if it's good, bad, or ugly. That c- computer can't tell you if it's rough, clean, average, or whatever. So they've got to go by that system. And that system is pulls it down because they take real rough cars and real NASCAR. Real NASCARs are bringing more than ever before because there's not enough NASCARs around. So they don't know what the office, uh, they're sitting in their office, they don't know what the market is. And every vehicle needs to be cleaned up, something fixed, something checked out. Well, you've got to hire people to do that. I do it on my own. I drive the unit, look at it. I don't have to. I've got the cheapest shops, just like that lady I just talked about. Her motor went south. We got it fixed right around 1500 Hey, if that was in a in a big shop, I guarantee it might have been 11000 at a new car dealership because they charge them retail prices to fix their own cars. That way the owner makes all the money on, on the maintenance. You know, the, and there's so many new used car managers floating in. There's not enough training on, the, on how to look at a good and a bad car and what to do with a good and a bad car. They're not mechanics. They're not body shop. I used to own a body shop for 12 years. I can build an engine. I can build a car. So I know the difference in the mechanics. And they have to make they have to steal your trade to make up for the mistakes they make. Because they got buddies and friends coming there and friends of the owners and they gotta give way too much for their trades to keep the friendship. So they gotta make it up on your vehicle. They gotta make extra money. I had a salesman tell me yesterday, uh that's told me that they sold a brand new one at no cost because it was ill-equipped and not a real good color. He said, but I had to pick up $1,000 on the trade. They picked up $1,000 on the trade and trying to make another 
500 on me. They were trying to pick up 1500 on the deal because they didn't make no money on the new one. So there's a lot of mistakes in them, so they want you to pay for their mistakes. Uh, most the owners of these dealerships expect big profit on the trade-ins, big profit on the wholesale units, not counting the ones they keep. So they want to make the big profit on ones that they don't keep and even bigger profit on the ones they keep. The bidder has to answer to so many managers. They want all winners, no gamblers. They're not, there's no gamble to them. Do you want a loser? Do you want to buy a loser? See, they're the same way. Most dealers uh, don't know the market, and they specialize in a little bitty market. They understand what the product is that the manufacturers have for them to sell. And the vehicle has to be perfect for them to retail it, and they don't know what it's going to cost to get it there most of the time. I make my living on uh, on used cars, not new ones, but my focus is on everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And uh, there's so many employees standing around. You ever, hey, most dealerships got 300 employees. How'd you like to make that payroll? You know, and then and they're so scared of making a mistake because they don't want to look bad to the managers and the owners. See, that's why sometimes they won't step up so hard on a vehicle because they don't want to look bad to somebody. They don't want that, that situation. And now we've got December to remember. they got to make more money. Hey, sales are down not like they wanted. They're selling more new than uh, maybe normal or more than it's never enough. I mean, they can have a record month. And it's never enough. They got to do better in the next month. And it, that's why they've rushed. A lot of people say it's the best time to buy at the end of the month. They're trying to make deals. They got to make that overhead. Most of the time in new car dealerships, it's the 25th of the month before they bust even. And so all their profits at the end of the month. So here's the bad news once they make that overhead, they're going to try to make big grosses to get their big bonuses. That's catch-22 deal. So when they've got that overhead made, you walk in the door, now's the time to make money. Now, here's the good part about it. If sales are down, they got to get numbers, they got to get units out, and they've got to get them out. So if sales are down, they haven't made the quota, they haven't made the overhead, they're going to work on you to get the vehicle and get it going. Just like they had that... That uh, unit to my buddy So, I've known this guy for 20 years. Yes, they gave him a great deal on that vehicle. Of course, it was one they've had a long time they needed to get rid of, and they didn't make any money on, but they picked up the extra money on the trade. See, that's how slick they are. There's so many different avenues and ways of making money in the car business. Add-ons. Hey, extended warranties. I mean, there's articles in, in these magazines where they look down if you only make 1500 on extended warranty. They they want and then they promote each other. We making 2100. They tell everybody in the world they're making 2100 on extended warranties. And so everybody else says, "Oh, we got to do that too." So you the next person walks in, they're going to try to make 2500 to brag to that person that they're making more money than them. The car business is a game. We keep score with money. Home field advantage is when they're going to, December to remember, get you in on the car lot. Hey, I'm the best buyer in the world. That's why I've got a website. You don't have to waste your time coming to me. If I'm on the money or if you want to talk to me, give me a call, 830-708-4789. I had a gentleman call me the other day. He said, Randy, I think you're a little light on my truck. I said, well, I didn't see it. He said, I've got an exceptional truck. It's like new. You need to see this truck. He said, I want 1500 more than what you've offered. I said, well, that's a little stretch, but I would look. And I said, I might get close to that. He brought it in. We agreed. I was a 1000 short on the truck. It was extra nice. I gave him another 1000 I bought the truck. He's happy. I'm happy. He's got a company truck. Now he don't need the truck. It's just sitting there. But a super nice one will ring the bell. Mediocre average. I know that market, too. Rough, I know that market. Rex, I know that market. Bad motors, I know that market. 
I know all those markets because I live breathing. I'm a blessed person. I've, I've told, told a lot of people. I started buying and selling cars when I was 14. I've never had a job, never worked for anybody. I buy and sell 49 to 51 Fords when I was 14. Because the Chevrolet dealer hated them, and he had a stack of them in Georgetown, Texas. I rode the bus, drove them back, cleaned them up, and sold them. That's how I got in the business, really, in the long run. But I, I've, I've been in it so long and seen so much. But the key to my business and to me is the Holy Spirit. I was good at, I've always been good at the car business because God knew where I was going. He knew my ministry. He knew where he was taking me. And when I received Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit opened my eyes. I used to look through like a little straw at the business, at my life, at things. But I accepted Jesus Christ and he opened my vision. My vision is wide now. I see a lot of things happening other dealers don't. I have owners come to me to ask me what the market, I see what's going to happen, what's going to do. Man, how auction and I had a long discussion. We both missed the, the Houston deal. And every once in a while I do miss. Maybe because I put myself in it, not the Holy Spirit. I'm trying to do it myself because I think I know everything. And there's times I think I do do that. And about that time I get humbled, just like this deal. I got prepared. I've done some things, bought some units, and it didn't happen. It didn't happen the way I thought. Maybe I should have prayed more. Maybe I should have been more in the Holy Spirit. But the more that I, I rely on the Holy Spirit, the more He shows me, more He educates me, more he, I see the vision, see the direction. Like I told you beginning of the show, the problem is I'm a fixer. I'm, I want to be productive. I want to be involved. I want to work. And the problem is I get in God's way. Are you in God's way of blessing your budget, your ride, direction you're going? Have you thought about it, prayed enough about it? And see what God's hand is on you? Are you waiting for that bait and switch situation where it looks too good to be true? And I mean, there's going to be commercials for the next six weeks like you've never seen. Because they're all out to get you at home field advantage. Get you in there. But I want to give you the vision. I want to give you everything. I want you to be educated, prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually because you're walking in against the Dallas Cowboys, little old you that's well-trained, well-ready to play. I want to show you the whole game, the whole game plan, the whole secrets. Hey, you've seen cheating in pro football. You don't think they won't cheat when it comes to money, their back pocket national? You don't think they're not going to twist you, spin you, change you? Work on you. Smile at you. Tell you I love you. I'm your best friend. I'm going to take care of you. I can't believe the manager is going for this deal. You you must know somebody. You must be special. They all, they'll say anything. They're well-trained sociologists, psychologists. We get classes every day. I get emails. I get people calling how they're going to train us to make more money on the public on every unit. We get, we got classes, we've got meetings. You think those sales managers are in there playing games? Oh, no. They're firing at the salesman. How come you didn't sell it? What'd you say? What'd you do? That's all part of the game. The game that you walk into. Home field advantage. But I want you to see the whole field, the whole game, the pay playbook. Go to YouTube. How to close a deal. YouTube's got a hundred ways of training salespeople. How to be the best salesperson. Five points of closing. It just goes on and on and on. And they're, the salespeople are expected to watch those and watch all of them to improve because they're free. Well, you get this education. You can see what they're doing to you. You can you can be prepared. It's like seeing the Dallas Cowboys game plan, what play they're going to run. You get educated enough, you'll see what they're doing. Well, they're coming to me at this. They're working on my emotions. They're working on my feelings. They're working on my jealousy, my envy. They're working on me to close me. They're putting a the big clothes on me. There's even a, a class that says the big clothes, how to close a person, how to get them committed, how to get in their mind thinking they own this unit and then switch them to one that they can make more money on. There is a hundred at least different videos on YouTube 
training. One of them goes for an hour and 45 minutes. One goes for 45 minutes. Look up Jim Ziegler on YouTube. He's got I don't know how many of them. He's supposed to be the best of the best. I got magazines showing he wins awards every year. The, the best trainer in the world, the best trainer for new car dealers. And he, he holds big deals. It costs big money to go. They make a living off of that. They're making a living training the people to train you to make more money. It takes a lot more money. I remember when overhead on new car dealerships was 200000 a month, and we thought, how can it get any higher? Now we're looking at a million five a month, every month. They got to make money. We want them to make money. But I want to deal with the ones that will tell you the truth, give you a fair deal, give you plenty of money for your trade, not try to rip you off in the F&I, not try to rip you off on interest. I talked to a lady that had excellent credit, 850 the other day, and she went into a dealership and they wanted to charge her 8% interest. I said, you got an 850 score, ma'am. You can get 1.9 any, at Walmart shopping. You can get 1.9 at Walmart. You can get anywhere. And, you know, that's the key. Take what you've done and make it work. Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. Hey, thank you for listening. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. Give me a call anytime, 830-708-4789. If I don't answer, keep trying. If you've called me in the past, I didn't get back with you. I apologize. Please keep trying. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Find out what it takes to buy a car and to sell a car. Give me a call anytime. I'm trying my best. There'll be a day when I get caught up what I'm doing, and I'm going to improve the show and improve my website. God bless you. Bye. San Antonio. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.